Demon Slayer Mugen Train, the movie blasting past records like an absolute choo-choo. Did you like this movie? Yeah, I thought it was a solid 8 out of 10. Yeah. All right. Well, everyone's been talking about it. It was so popular in Japan that, of course, every, the show's slick. The movie was going to be slick. So let's be like every other anime podcast this week and talk about Mugen Train. Welcome back to another I Married a Wee podcast, the podcast where a normal girl saw a dork in college and said, I'll take it. I'll take the law. I'll take the law. And here she is now seeing a movie in a theater. And I'll tell you what, we got lucky. Just us, our two friends. And then I think all of two or three other people in this entire theater. I They've ramped it up since the old Dragon Ball Z days. We went and saw Broly in theater, and that was uh, nuts to butts in there. Just everyone crowded. You've got the, and we sit next to the one delinquent. I get it. You just came outside for the first time this year to see this movie, and I respect it. But every time there was a joke, this kid laughed a little too hard. And I know. I want him to have fun. I want him to enjoy his life. But now you're hindering my life, boy. <laughs> and I don't like it. I can't, uh, did we watch Broly subbed? I think we did. It was subbed, yeah. So I can't say, you know, over your laughter, I can't hear the dialogue because obviously it's on the screen, but yeah, just a And I think that kid was sitting right next to me. Yep. Oh, I wanted I was to say on the something end. so bad. And then they did that camera pan across the butt. And listen, we're all anime fans. We know that that's coming. He lost his mind. Like, bro, <laughs> I hate to, I hate to burst your bubble here, but you can go home. <laughs> and just on the Google, put in "but," and you'll be off to the races. <laughs> but a good movie-going experience. Well, speaking of movie-going experience, oh? a beautiful anime to see in theater. Oh yeah, yep. it's probably one of my favorite um, anime aesthetically to watch. Absolutely, even just on the normal TV. But it was really great to watch it on that big widescreen. Absolutely, and. Some people, not going to mention any names, may have already seen this a while back due to something called a bootleg. <laughs> no idea who that is. Don't know. But <laughs> seeing it on the big screen was definitely better. I'm sure of it. <laughs> and then we can finally give our money to support the people who actually made the movie instead of just watching it on a bootleg. Shame on you. Shame on you. People who may have seen that bootleg. <laughs> but no, it was, yeah, it was good. I think the animation was top notch. And this is one of those situations, listen, to get to this movie, it's highly recommended that you actually watch the first season because this kicks off legitimately the moment after season one ends. So spoilers incoming. I don't owe you anything. But before we get into all of that, I guess we could talk a little bit about the records being set. So even just as of the 31st of January of this year, it was the highest grossing film of all time over there, supposedly. The box office revenue of 36.8 billion yen, otherwise known as $458 million, just crushing past your name, past Spirited Away. This thing was, I honestly, I love this show, but couldn't have expected that. This is it. This is like, what an event. Yeah, especially, I think I had read that 
they added to Spirited Away's box office numbers to include the re-release numbers, and Demon Slayer still even surpassed that number. Which is actually pretty freaking crazy, because I remember that being mainstream news, Spirited Away. That was, uh, that was a big deal. And this one, just apparently a little bit bigger of a deal. But not surprising. Not surprising, because in 2020, May, they issued the last issue, Volume 23. A lot of hype around the show. 2020, we saw record, record numbers of Demon Slayer sales in the manga. So a lot of hype around it. Perfect timing for the Mugen Train movie. Well, weren't we hearing like this basically was a dethroning type of ma- uh, manga as well? Oh, yeah. In the ranking, Demon Slayer held the spots from all the way 1 to 22, where One Piece finally came in with sales in spot number 23, when yeah. they rank sales from highest to lowest. Demon Slayer is just a force to be reckoned with, and I'm happy about it because I love the show a lot. But yeah, that's it. So yeah, of course this was going to be big. They did prepare for it too because we saw that. And I'm sorry, I keep going to the back in my blah, blah. no, but like back in the day, even your name, blah blah blah. To see those, you're basically it's a two day special weekend over here, and you just hope you can get a seat. This there was a showing every ten minutes. It was insane. Mm-hmm. But at yeah. least at the one theater we went to, that's. Probably one of the bigger ones in our area, but there were a ton of theaters Mm -hmm. showing this. I remember when we saw Weathering With You, wasn't it hard to find a theater that had a showing or there was a different anime we went to watch? It was very specific, the one you had to go to, whereas this, I feel like every single theater around us had it. So hopefully the theaters are learning that they need to start putting more anime in their yeah, the weebs are hungry. <laughs> feed us. And feed us, they freaking did. So, as I already mentioned, the movie's certainly not perfect, and I think we can start with maybe what we didn't enjoy the most out of it. I think it was concise. The animation was incredible. It's good to see our little Nezuko again. But, of course, there's going to be some drawbacks. I think there were certainly some times that they could have shaved a little bit off of this movie. Just a little bit. Yeah, no skay and being crazy on the train and trying to jump out the window. And just honestly, being a, a in the perspective of a passenger on the train and you're seeing this crazy person trying to get out the window, you're making too much of a ruckus. You need to chill out. Absolutely. You should have that guy in cuffs on the floor. <laughs> but yeah, that, that joke, don't get me wrong, it's spaced out well in the show, but, and this is an entire little arc happening in the span of this movie, but. Anosuke being the, oh, he can't be tamed, he's wild, he's wild. The first time, yeah, haha. Second time, okay, this is kind of, third time, I was like, all right, I stopped cutting to him. It's not funny. But his dream was funny. He can be crazy there. That made sense. But yeah, I don't know. There's just certain times with him. But there is one thing with Anosuke, though. I did finally, after fully just letting my ears listen, I totally found and can hear that it is Kirito. There was something that clicked while watching this movie. Like, oh, okay. When he says certain lines, I can totally tell that it's the same voice actor. See, and you whispered that to me and I really tried to focus on that because obviously I know that mm-hmm. they're the same voice actor, Inosuke and Kirito. But when you said that, I still can't identify it. He does something with his voice where I can't, I can't get there. Well, then you're not, a, you're not a big fan then. I, I am. 
My ears are not as seasoned as yours. No, no. Cut that out. <laughs> yeah. Fun overall. I think the dream sequences were hysterical. I loved our uh, little lightning boy. Zenitsu? Uh, Zenitsu. His dream with the shears when the one kid <laughs> goes to invade it. Loved it. No one can be here but Nezuko. <laughs> and I was expecting him because in the show, he's normally the annoying one. He was a little annoying. I wish... and. I need to remember that there's only been one season of Demon Slayer. I don't know, obviously, because I haven't read the manga where from the beginning to Mugen Train, how long has this been for them? Has it, you know, I don't remember those details, nor do I know them. They don't really give that in the movie, but I love seeing character development. So I look forward to as we get maybe a season two or possibly even a season three, depending on how long they can draw these 23 volumes. How does Zenitsu overcome his cowardliness and taming Inosuke? He needs to become a little bit more humanized. Yeah, or just send the guy packing. Hey, you're like our fun college friend, but (laughs) you've broken enough glasses and we're now adults and you are actually not a good friend. Yeah, even he sometimes is a a little reckless Inosuke because... There's a part where I think it's one of the first or the second demons that show up on the train and he just wants to attack it. But there's a human in the way and Mm. Ren Goku ends up having to come in, move Inosuke out of the way, who probably would have gotten injured and then save the pedestrian who's on the train and then they can kind of do business. So he doesn't always think about what's really the most necessary first line of attack for being a demon slayer entire first season he didn't i don't know why you were expecting suddenly he gets on a train and now he's (laughs) i think i don't think he needs to necessarily fully chill out and become like some trained samurai or whatever it's just yeah he just him trying to get out the window for probably 20 minutes of the the movie (laughs) that was annoying but other than that i think he's all right and he's got his place there were there was certainly and even though i said oh Personally, for me, it could have been a little bit shorter. But with the time given, they did do what I thought was some really good development. And I would have to say Zenitsu is on his way to conquering his fears through the Nezuko. I think that that's the cheat code. Mm -hmm. If she's involved, it's a done deal. He used his lightning like it was nothing uh, when defending against the the main, well, not the main main, but uh, Enmu, Mm -hmm. who kind of did all the dream stuff. And turn the train into a big meat tube. (laughs) That was pretty gross. Yeah. The biggest development, of course. And this is where you can see the resolve of our main boy Tanjiro is just unbelievable. And maybe that's where they could have slowed down was he's back with his family in the dream world. I couldn't even imagine what that would be like. He's clearly happy again. He dives onto them like in the trailer. He dives and hugs his little siblings. Oh, my gosh. And you can then just through the context of that, see exactly why all these people on like the helpers on the train are willing to do bad stuff just to get back into the dreams because Benmu is giving them exactly what they want in the dream state or whatever. And it actually doesn't take our boy that long. He assesses, gets things situated and is willing to turn his back on seeing his family again, which. Let's face it, most people wouldn't. That's that's something I wasn't prepared for rewatching the movie was not having tissues. 
Mm-hmm. That was <laughs> that was hard when he realizes, you know, he sees himself in the river in his dream. He doesn't realize it yet. He sees his reflection, mm-hmm. realizes he needs to escape. And then, you know, he ends up seeing Nezuko while well, hears he knows mentally he can't look at her it will be so much harder to leave this blissful state he's in and then the rest of his family comes and he's starting to run off and when his littlest brother starts crying and says don't leave us behind my heart oh yeah i couldn't it was so sad yeah him running and then like doesn't he trip in the snow or something his family oh my gosh they're all adorable and then that juxtaposed with the reality that did in fact happen was Mm. that episode one i hated seeing that and then they obviously have the flashbacks after you know he ends up breaking out of this dream state which i always wondered so you see he's trying to find a way out Mm -hmm. or he knows that there's a demon or someone in this landscape with him that he needs to find so he can escape whatever yeah, his sniffer caught on to him yeah and he sees the vision of his dad and his dad says there's something you need to cut now did did the dad mean to say like that barrier to go into his expanse because that's obviously where the invader well, that's where was his soul was I know, but that's where the person was that he needed to find. So did the dad mean like you need to cut the barrier so you can go find the person who's trying to get your soul? Or did Tanjiro just mean take that to mean I need to cut my neck to get out of the stream? I don't know. Well, he cut yeah. his neck to get out of the dream. What result? So I guess it, it worked either way. But I always found that funny. Which cutting? Yeah. <laughs> Pops, what do you mean? Well, and then that also leads to a great scenario later, too. When he's constantly being put to sleep by the eyeballs and then Mm. he almost cuts his real neck. I was like, ooh, that's actually a deadly. This demon's good, man. He's good at uh, adapting. Yep. Crazy. And we had Nezuko just being sweet little Nezuko. Oh my gosh. Heart melts every time. I love when Tanjiro is obviously KO on the bench and she goes Puts his hand on her head to try and get some head pats, yep. realizes that he is not waking up, proceeds to headbutt him, proceeds to start bleeding, proceeds to cry. <laughs> yeah, it's a whole <laughs> bit of emotions with Nezuko, but that's all right. Zenitsu, we already touched on. His dream was hysterical. Love every time that they draw Nezuko with just the two black dots for eyes. Yes. It's too cute. <laughs> Anosuke with having them all be little helpers was kind of funny. And then the dream, Rengoku, I wish we had more time with him. When she invades the dream and he just, his body knows and just straight up, boom, grabs the throat of the chick who's in his dream. Which, mind you, there's one thing that had me a little concerned. He had her in oh, yeah. full-on throat grab (laughs) her feet off the ground for a while yeah (laughs) so she gets up coughing no 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 there was no you should be black and blue you're you're six feet under at that point yeah it was for a good chunk of the movie you're like all right well she's learning to fly i guess thanks ren goku (laughs) but he great intro with him his little delicious thing. I'm glad they didn't get that going too long because I, I think if they did it any longer, I would have oh been my a gosh. little bit annoyed with the <laughs> Umai part. But 
He just seems like a great dude. He had an easier dream to get out of, though, because his dad's kind of a jerk. Yeah. But that's okay. His little brother, cute. Love that little thing. So sad to see him go at the end. So sad. Another, you know, we get Tanjiro's little brother crying in the snow mm-hmm. where I'm always crying. Listen, Mugen Train and the creators of it, obviously from the manga, but don't bring the mom into it. I don't want to see the shadow of the mom in the distance when he's going to be passing the other right? side. I don't know. I thought it was oddly beautiful. No, I obviously it yeah. was beautiful. But when when you see the apparition, I'm like, I'm not ready for this. <laughs> what you guys can't see is her eyes are actually welling up. <laughs> what a good movie. Yeah. Yeah. It's just. It's something that, of course, there's not much actual to it, more of just a ride. Mm -hmm. Story-wise, you can kind of sum it up in like three quick little things. You've got the Enmu problem with the dream state, busting out, defending the train and killing him, which was awesome teamwork between Inosuke and Tanjiro. Which, that's the one of the sickest moves. Obviously, Ren Goku has a lot of awesome moves that he does against Akaza, but... Tanjiro's move when cutting the spinal cord, clear blue skies, was really cool. And just his soul. And that's just, too, is his soul being so pure that he actually got one of these passengers who is so obsessed with getting into a dream state to be happy. His soul was so sweet Mm. that it led the guy who's trying to kill him. Yeah. Or like to his spirit orb or whatever. They held his hand and walked him right there. And the guy's like, wait, you literally brought me here just because I want it. This is going to be bad for you. Yeah. Oh, he's just a great main character. He's probably one of my favorites. Mm-hmm. Probably a lot of people's favorites because of just how the mania is. Mm-hmm. We had a very cool image sent to us this weekend as well. Speaking of Demon Slayer, uh, Daniel's sister, my sister-in-law. Went out doing a little bit of shopping and found that there was some Demon Slayer ties. So if you're looking to get fancy and you want a character on your chest, bada bing, bada boom. But what was very interesting is, is they come in these black boxes for every other character. But Nezuko, hers, looks like her crate. (laughs) And I freaking love it. I don't know if I'd have the confidence to wear that to a wedding. (laughs) But nevertheless, oh, I can't wait to go back to Japan. Yeah. With our nugget. (laughs) How's being, how's being pregnant been? It's been great. Yeah. I'm one of the lucky few. True. No morning sickness, just some light nausea. Unfortunately, my headaches have not subsided. So that's only, that's the only bad part. You hate to see it. But yeah. Maybe the headaches are induced by me. Thoughts? <laughs> I think, no, I think it's more so work. I do. I hear that. I was in one of our other offices last week. I didn't get a single headache that week. It was great. Cue going back to my new normal office, quote unquote, headache almost every single day. <laughs> I think you're tense. You got to relax. You got to. Yeah. It's ch- all in ch- the ch- shoulders. I get, I shrug my shoulders a lot and I just. No. It's, speaking of. <laughs> that's the sound I make when I hear that you guys haven't followed us on Instagram. That's right. The <laughs> I Married a Weed podcast on Instagram. Follow us. Like our stuff. Do it. Hive mind. Hive mind. Oh, you like talking about anime? We do too. Guess what? We have a Discord. What? What are the odds that we go right from Instagram into Discord? We do have a Discord. Where can they find it though? That's the problem. So you can either find it on Instagram 
through our link tree. True. You can go right to it. Or imarriedaweebpodcast.com. It's our website. You can go to a link there too. You know what's so great about you? What? Steering them wrong. Oh no. What I'm is pretty it? sure it's just imarriedaweeb.com. Oh, I'm sorry. But if they typed it in either way, Google's great. It'll bring it up. I think you give Google too much credit. <laughs> don't do this. Don't do this to them. Please. imarriedaweeb.com. She even made the site. I don't know how that she did that. <laughs> <laughs> that's okay you win some you lose some but aside from that back to the movie if you had to pick a favorite portion of it what would what hit you the hardest well i already mentioned the two the crying bits of course but i'm saying favorite part not cry part <laughs> favorite part so uh seeing how ren goku is so stacked with how far he has to man spread on the train. True. <laughs> yeah, that guy was. No, that was just, that's just a joke. I did have that in my notes. I wanted to slip that in somewhere and I don't know where I would put Listen, it. So I caught on. He was just chillaxing. He didn't expect Tanjiro to come sit by him. <laughs> he thought I just, he had the seat to himself. <laughs> and Tanjiro's like, I'm just going to sit right here and ask you a million questions on how to be a Hashira. Which one are those? So in the Demon Slayer corpse, there's different pillars. And he, being this one, Hashira is basically the fire. You dog. Very and nice. Tanjiro's dad obviously did rituals and stuff. You kind of see it in chapter in, uh, season one. And a little hints of it, you get the flashbacks in this movie. Um, he did it during the big fight in season one against that main spider guy. And he's just trying to learn how to completely master that. He was hoping he'd get a little bit of answers through Ren Goku, but that was kind of funny. He goes, I have no idea. Yeah. <laughs> and that's kind of where that was. I thought it was very charming. All three of our Zenitsu, Inosuke, and Tanjiro floating around Ren Goku after he had just done <sighs> some work. And they're like, teach us, teach us. Oh. Yeah. That was good. Funny. What was one of your favorite parts? I'd have to say just the intensity of the Akaza and Rengoku fight, I think, of course, steals the show that was kind of like the scene. And just the emotion, the passion, and seeing Rengoku, who you already know is super strong, mm. have to go against and struggle this much against one of the main guys. But, I mean, that's to be expected. He's one of the top-tier demons over here. Yep. But it is nice. It kind of gives a little bit of hope, though, because it's like, well... He can clearly, yes, he was defeated, but he was holding his own and it is doable to keep up with these demons. And he was already fighting on the train for mm -hmm. who knows how long he had to hold out before Inosuke and Tanjiro could defeat Enmu. But if he was at full strength, I feel like for sure he would have. You know, you're catching someone after they've played a four quarter inning game. Yeah. Not I'm, really at peak perfection. That's the thing with the... Being a hero, the enemy is not going to usually, I mean, unless it's Dragon Ball, then they can let you power up and do whatever you got to do. Well, you're just standing there screaming, but. Give you a sensu bean to fully heal. The old sensu <laughs> could use one of those. Yeah. A good flick. Happy to have seen it. Happy to have. It's certainly one to see at the theater. I think that's a very obvious statement. Anytime you can see an anime movie in theater, I think it's time to. Just a little bit of camaraderie. They weren't in the same theater as us, but we did see some chick actually dressed up as Tanjiro. That was pretty awesome. Yeah, her outfit was pretty dope. Well, I mean, where else are you going to do your cosplay nowadays? Nowhere. 
So yeah. might as well go to a movie theater and do it. It's true. I do wonder in season two how badly Tanjiro is going to get the shit beat out of him for losing another sword. Yeah, that's the one thing. <laughs> Tanjiro, I know the heat of the moment. I know you were angry, but did he think he was going to... What was he going to do by throwing that sword? Well, and the better option would have been to use that big slashy move to cut down the trees mm-hmm. so he's not in the shade. Hello. That's all right. Can't be perfect. So he the moment emotions you you start you don't think with your head anymore you think with your heart and he's got one hell of a heart yeah which great little speech when Akaza's running away and Tanjiro's doing his little speech to him saying how Rengoku is better and he technically won yeah blah 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 and little Anosuke he's like standing on the side and you see the big tears coming out of the boar's head he's like shaking because he's crying. That's the thing, it's Rengoku, he got to see his mom near the end there too. He got to hear his eulogy while still alive, thanks to Tanjiro. And just one of those things that, yeah, it's very sad. I saw that there was a figure of him on Crunchyroll and I was like, you know what, I kind of want that. I was like, at the same time, do I want a character that just came and went? Hmm. Nope. Oh my gosh, speaking of figures. That darling in the Franks one with her in the wedding dress. Oh, wow. If you haven't seen it, look it up. Yeah. I don't know what just, yeah, 2021 darling in the Franks zero two statue I would put in or something like that. But it's looking like it's going to be about $280. That's it? Not that bad because it's pretty big. Don't quote me on that. But that is an initial price I saw on one page. I don't know. It seems like such a a black market buying figures. Mm. Yeah. Because there's some reliable sources, but then there's other sites saying, oh, yeah, and we'll give you 25% off this figure. It's like, okay, but why? Who are you and why? Yeah, are you making these, you know, behind the scenes and they're not official? Yeah. Never want to support that kind of stuff. Anime merchandise in general right now is in such a weird spot because you either pony up the money and get a solid figure. There's some cheaper ones you can get, like the Asana figure we got that, we filmed an unboxing and I'll never edit, <laughs> but that one for $18 killer figure. But besides that, it's like, you can't go to a Mitsuwa or a too cool or any of these like smaller anime shops and expect to not spend a bunch. My, my biggest pet peeve right now is these little plastic cutouts with the picture put on a mm. clear thing with a little stand. I love them, but they should be priced accordingly. I am not spending $17 on a three inch tall, clear, not even a figure. It's just literally a hard piece of paper. Mm -hmm. So those of you who are out there buying it, do what you got to do, but stop buying it because then you're telling them that it's all right. And (laughs) frankly, it's not all right. And you should feel bad. (laughs) Q Q1 listener turning to the side and looking at a hundred of those sitting on their desk. (laughs) They're not even like, they're cool, but. Print out a piece of paper, go get a two-part resin kit, encode it in resin, cut it into its shape. I mean, you can make that. It's like... Uh, it's basically the modern version of a shrinky dink. No kidding. Did you, did you ever do shrinky dinks? You, what's so odd about you bringing that up is that was just mentioned at work on Thursday. Oh, no real. Yeah. No. No real. No joke. No joke. No real <laughs> jokes here. Yeah, Caitlin brought it up and I was like, no kidding. I remember those and creepy crawlers and easy bake ovens. I love shrinky dinks. 
Shrinky dinks. I, I never, never had those. them. I never had the shrinky dink stuff, but I had friends who had them. So if we would hang out, we would make little keychains and stuff. Well, that's the point of friends when you're young, because they're not going to stick around. We all know how high school goes. And if you guys no, my best friend, I do have some from kindergarten that I am still very, very, I dare say best friends with, but most of them not. So use them for their shrinky dinks and then just dip. It was a equal exchange of using. I had a pool. Oh. With a cool curly water slide everyone wanted to come over and use my pool and then never hang out with me after so i would say you can have my pool you bring your shrinky dinks and we'll and also did you do those little pegboard things with the plastic beads and you make the shapes and you iron them and then they would like melt together no that was more advertised for girls no yeah yeah i think so oh maybe i had those are pretty cool too my creepy crawlers or i was just the creepy crawlers you couldn't eat i guess i they may have i because you thought you could eat them right yeah we talked about that in a past episode i think they may have actually had a version that was maybe edible but the original and like an actual creepy crawler no oh yeah that's such false advertising you find you you hear weird things i heard that when my grandma was bored she used to find fresh tar and chew on it so yeah yeah generations change they shift (laughs) so i don't know i don't think chewing on a creepy crawler would have killed me but certainly not advised (laughs) just like most things any other last thoughts i don't know as i said the 2d and 3d very well done just like the show they knocked it out of the park granted with a movie you get a little bit more time so that's why they were able to kind of Get some moments looking freaking nice. My only thing was, and going back to the meat tube of a train, that was where the 3D was kind of like, okay, Mm. the train's looking meh there. Yeah. But no, other than that, I think it's just another great addition to the saga that will be Demon Slayer. I look forward to the future of that. I can't imagine what the hype is going to be like when season two of Demon Slayer comes out. Oh, yeah. There's certain shows. I think this one is now so mainstream and I'm glad because I would take this over My Hero Academia any day of the week, which actually we are falling behind on keeping up with that one. But I just don't really have much interest in it. I don't know what it is. And I feel sad about that. But meh. But yeah, no, I mean, Demon Slayer season two should have Attack on Titan levels of hype. It's kind of up there as far as top tier. There's certain shows that just go above and beyond and there's not really a gray area. I feel like shows are either just legendary now or they're just, uh, oh, that's a pretty good show. Can't agree. Yeah. Yeah. Lisa came back for our theme song in this and the theme song performance. She's the best. Yeah, that's a that's a good song. It is. We actually sat through in the theater to watch the end credits, we we figured there wasn't anything at the end. But we just wanted to listen to it. Yeah, it was good. Yeah. Man, Lisa, she's got some slaps. She does, and I think she'd have to be one of my favorites in the game. You got a lot of her songs on your anime playlist. I do. My anime playlist, I got to start adding some more, because I've been putting that on <laughs> shuffle, and I'm hearing all the same songs too much, which isn't a problem, but it's a problem. Do you understand? <laughs> You just need some new songs in the repertoire. Ain't that the truth. That's all I got. That's all I got. All right. So unfortunately, a short one today, but hopefully you guys got to enjoy this movie over the weekend, or if you have not, 
Hopefully the DVD comes out ASAP. Continue just doing your thing. Have a great week ahead. We are absolutely big old fans of you and hope that quite possibly, if you don't mind, you can also be a fan of ours. <laughs> Was this Mr. Rogers? <laughs> Anyways, Danielle, do the thing. Bye, guys. <laughs>